Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the JRE Review. And this episode is a doozy. Episode 1238, Brian Redband. Now, the reason I say this one is a doozy is because I had a feeling this episode was going to happen. Brian Redband is a great guest because he's one of Joe's really good friends, the person that started the podcast with him back in the day. He's a very smart audio guy, uh, a good guest for just... reflecting and pinging pinging ideas just because he's been with joe on this podcast since the beginning in a lot of ways and also in a sense knows the podcast better than anyone i mean you know jamie and joe obviously know it really well but but red band's up there and there was a huge amount of controversy that came out of the jack dorsey podcast he's the twitter ceo from last week so this was like a perfect podcast for joe to set up and just kind of do a bit of house cleaning, you know, just kind of set, settle, squash some issues, answer some questions, settle some controversy. It was perfect and a really good conversation. So anyway, I'm going to get on with the review. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? I really enjoy anytime Brian's on the podcast. I think that as a guest, and he's been on so many Joe Rogans, that he's just an excellent person to have on. He always says really funny and ridiculous things, and uh, he's definitely a character. I see why Joe likes hanging out with him and, and likes having him on. So to, to get started with the controversy, and that's really where Joe opened up. So he hit Twitter over the weekend uh, if actually maybe Sunday night, I don't know. He usually leaves it a few days just to kind of let things mull over. But on I think Sunday night, he came out and said that it was basically a big kind of apology and explanation for a lot of the frustration and hate that he got online or must have got. I didn't know anything about this till I saw his tweet. And what it, what I was getting from it is is that. People thought that Joe didn't really grill Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, hard enough about why people are being banned, um, just kind of like, you know, I, I think right-wingers think that Twitter is too liberal and they pander to like liberal sides of things. And then there's these Republican ends that get banned and what is hate speech and what isn't and why do people get banned and why they don't and and I think what was happening is people just didn't think that Joe grilled him hard enough and what Joe was saying is look I asked the questions I wanted to ask uh these are the things I found important maybe maybe uh he, he didn't he's he was saying that maybe he didn't plan it well enough I really think in Joe's defense that a lot of this podcast is is just a conversation. He's not out to attack people. He's not out to come at people. And he wants to create a nice environment for a good conversation. Obviously, people want more answers and they want to know more things. Maybe they might not even like a guest and they want Joe to go at the person. But that's it's just not the point of the podcast. It hasn't been up until now. I don't imagine that it's going to turn into a podcast like that. 
He wants people to feel comfortable. So therefore, it's inviting to anyone. Look, he wants to have Kanye on. Kanye's podcast, I promise you now, is going to be the biggest downloaded podcast that Joe Rogan has ever done. It's going to be crazy. It just is. And he can't get someone like Kanye on by creating an environment where people feel like there's a possibility they're going to get attacked. It's just not going to happen. So he's asking whatever questions, whatever way. Now, what is nice that came out of this whole thing is that Jack offered to come back and even bring one of the people that bans people from Twitter, which I think is amazing. And Joe is going to really put some better questions together and really tackle the issues. So, yeah, it is important if you're frustrated with a Rogan podcast to voice your frustrations. This is how Joe learns. I don't think everyone should just agree and be happy with everything that's done on there. You know, but give him a chance, definitely, to to figure out what happened and and kind of fix it in the way that he feels is best for his show. I think that's reasonable. And you're not going to find that with anyone else's show. You can complain all you want about Bill Meyer or any news people or really any other talk show. Nobody's reflecting like this. Nobody's coming back at the audience like Joe is and creating a dialogue and even covering a whole episode of like, you know, just stating the issue that he understands that there's frustrations. I think that it was a brilliant episode just for that. And when you guys listen to the conversation, you know, you'll know. Uh, you'll get to see it for, for what it is. He felt like it was a good conversation, you know. I mean, and I did too. And, uh, you know, he did ask some questions about what's getting banned and what's not but he also wanted to know a lot of other things you know just like what it's like to be such a young billionaire that to me is interesting why harp on just one issue it's just one issue for right now in this time but the overall narrative of who jack dorsey is is that's a better story to lay down you know this is like a historical record of conversations in a sense so i like the fact that it was broader you know, and, and like I said at the beginning of the episode, this conversation that Joe was having with Brian was more of a more of a cleaning house in a lot of ways. I think it was a great little one. I think that Joe should do more of these um, when when, you know, controversial issues pop up. It gives him time to explain himself so he doesn't have to just skip over it. I think it's brave and it's really cool. And I hope that it leads the way for other people in news and media and television and late night shows to do the same thing. You know, don't just brush it under the carpet, tackle the issue. One of the bigger issues that he gets into is the Alex Jones situation. Now, Joe is one of the bigger proponents for Alex Jones, just as a person. He's been his friend. The 9-11 episode, I think, was one of Joe's biggest downloaded episodes ever. Something like 10 million downloads. Unbelievable. And it was fantastic. It was crazy. You know, but he said really fucked up shit. Let's be fair. He said the weird shit about the, the kids getting killed in the Sandy Hook. All that being fake. And, um, you know, and it's been something that Joe's brought up. He's frustrated about it. He doesn't know whether he should have Alex back on. He talked about it with Jack. Um, Dorsey just saying, you know, you guys wanted the last people to ban him. And I mean, everyone's kind of out for Alex at the moment. But, you know, the the point that Joe is making is like that Alex isn't in a good place right now. He also 
has been saying that Joe said certain things that he didn't say, and it's not true. And Joe definitely doesn't like being called a liar. So he wanted to kind of reach out to Alex in that way and just say, hey, what's going on, man? Like, you know, please don't lie to me and don't talk shit about me, which is reasonable. You know, he's just, Alex is not doing himself any favors. And when it comes to like the last person that's really got your back, kind of getting frustrated with you, you need to take a step back and, and reevaluate. You know, he's uh, he's a nut for sure. But uh, in a weird way, like these nuts need to have a voice too. We, we just need to be careful to always remember that they are a bit crazy, you know. Uh, but but Joe is sympathetic. He he said that it must feel bad right now to be on the outside, you know, kicked out by everyone. And really, what's his road to redemption? And is there any redemption? Can you have it? Or is it once you've been classified as the, the lunatic? I mean, are you done? I think it would help him to get back on Rogan's podcast. I think he should apologize a lot about the Sandy Hook stuff. Uh, maybe even apologize to Joe just for lying and, and just take a bit of time off and come back and, you know, still be the crazy person that Alex Jones is in the sense of conspiracies and all the rest of it, but just calm down a little bit. Like, just don't get so completely out there that people are like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Uh, Joe did talk about some new rules on Twitter. It's something like old gender or dead gender or something. Um, I should have wrote that down, I apologize, but it's about, you can't refer to someone's old gender on Twitter, so if you've changed your sex, you know, if you've gone from a man to a woman, someone can't be calling you Bob on there, you know, they, that breaks the rules of Twitter, so you have some protection, you know, points like this get a lot of play in media, like the fact that it's even being talked about, but it's not like it comes up that often. And if it is, I mean, is it really insulting or upsetting anyone just to call them whatever gender they want? At least online. It's not, I'm not saying do it in person because that gets a bit tiring, you know, having to figure out what everyone wants to be called. But, you know, just online, maybe just leave them alone. Give them a, like, all right, yeah, you're a girl, then fine, you're a girl. All right. Um, They end the podcast with some fun parts of their conversation. They get into... Uh, the one video that's circulating right now, the old man pouring ice on the ground and then falling down. It's like fake insurance claims. Videos like that, you see a ton of those. And you also notice that like everyone in Russia has like a dash cam now on all the car accident videos. And it's because of all these fake insurance claims. There's some good ones out of different countries in Asia. I don't know where they are. I think Korea maybe. But they just like run into the road and throw themselves at the cars so that they can have... Uh, insurance claims stuff like that just cracks me up and um and then lastly as always joe can't get away from it talks about cars he has just bought himself a tesla s p100d and he says it is the fastest car he's ever driven there's a, a mode in there called ludicrous mode uh which comes from a reference to space balls because elon musk loves space balls that's why he made that flamethrower uh, but just the way Rogan was describing that car, I've never really heard a description of a Tesla, and it just sounds like a spaceship. The fact that it is faster than his GT3, Sharkworks, RS, whatever car he has, like a super fast Porsche, and it's a four-door, comfortable kind of luxury car, just blows my mind. 
I unbelievable. I would love to uh, uh, get to test drive one of those. Probably never will, but it it sounds cool as hell. So hopefully he's safe in that thing. Uh, but anyway, that's the episode for today. Check it out. If you felt like there was any controversy in the Jack Dorsey episode, then this is definitely one to listen to and uh, you know try and get a different perspective from it. But anyway, thanks a lot for listening today, guys. There will be more this week. Peace.